the MI Golf Podcast with Paul Kelly and Morris J. The expression on your face. It's like flipping X Factor. It's like what? X Factor? X Factor music. This is, our, this is our new theme tune. Where's Dermot O'Leary? This is our new theme tune. Do you like it? I do, actually. It's very modern and young and vibrant and, and hip. so unlike us. <laughs> do you know what this is? No. I came across this today, right? This is scary. I didn't even know this existed. Right? I'm going to play you something, and you tell me who's singing. So right? it's golf, please. I'm not, t- I'm not saying. It is, it's a golf place. That's Bubba. That's not Bubba. No, it's, it's That's Ben Crane. Ben Crane, yeah. This is that, that was a few years ago. I had to, this is Hunter Mayhem. Yeah. Smash, bang, yeah. yeah, I remember that. That's, do you know who that is? Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler. Yeah. And then that's Bubba. That's Bubba. Yeah. Maybe six, seven years old? So about six, seven years, yeah. 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 I, had, I didn't know about this. Right. I didn't know about this at the time. <laughs> I just found this on YouTube today, and I was horrified. <laughs> You'll not be able to look at them the same so, way again. There you go, that's our new theme tune. I remember Bubble the Dungarees on. Bubble the, oh, yeah, oh, Bubba oh, the Dungarees. That was eh. not a good... Back when he was almost likeable. So. No, oh, careful. <laughs> so Just, good evening everybody, it is the NI Golf Podcast, or soon to be renamed, we yeah. still haven't decided. We're going to definitely Back for 2018, it. it's good to be back, and uh, Happy New Year if it's not like <laughs> too late a month, month down the line. <laughs> uh, but you know, hope you had a good uh, Christmas New Year. And uh, that's just one of our guests for tonight texting to make sure that everything is fine. That's it's just, we, we shall be with them shortly. Absolutely, live, live. Just turn that, turn that ringer down. Uh, so yes, yeah, so uh, yeah, we're back for 2018, and uh, a few big plans coming for 2018. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to be moving house at some stage. That's, yeah, we're going to go bigger and better. Bigger and better. Uh, we're going to have some more videos. Yep. We could be doing some uh, fantastic stuff in the swing room. We're going to stretch out all across Ireland. We want to hear from everybody across Ireland and beyond. Let's not Definitely. forget our. Let's not forget the rest of the world, our listeners. <laughs> so it is uh, the twenty eighteen. It is the Ni Golf Podcast. Uh, we'll be talking comebacks with Rory and Tiger specifically. Yeah, modest golf's Mark McDonald joins us to talk the Ni Open at Galgorm Castle. Uh, we have our usual roundup of golfing news from the amateur and the pro ranks. And Sirshila, who played in the Dubai Desert Classic Pro Am, relieves the moment she teed it up with Rory and Niall Horan. The NI Golf Podcast, sponsored by Andrew Morris Golf. Have your swing analysed on Trackman for a custom club fitting by our leading team of professionals. So, we've got some great news to get the season started. Modest Golf are returning in 2018 to back the NI Open for a third successive year. The Challenge Tour event will be staged at Galgorm Castle from the 16th to the 19th of August. And we're joined by Modest Golf Director Mark McDonnell. Evening, Squire. Good evening, how are you? Good, good, thanks. Not as good as you, of course. Just back from Dubai with your suntan. I am working, always. Of course. Yeah, I'm working. Some of crack. course. <laughs> Listen, man, lives the life that we only dream of. Yeah, you'll be able to top your tan up at Galgorm, of course. Not. <laughs> of course, yeah, August. Uh, it'll be tropical weather, I'm sure. Uh, this event has turned into one of the biggest, if not the biggest, on the Challenge Tour calendar. It's uh, you know, it's very well supported, and with you guys on board, it's got even bigger. Uh, yeah. So, what what made you want to get signed up again this year? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it it wasn't even a it was a thirty second conversation between myself, Niall, and the the directors of the business. Um, it's uh, as you said. I mean, you've said it all. It's one of the best uh, golf tournaments for me in Europe. Um, it 
is all about supporting the next generation of golfer. So it really aligns with what we're doing as a business. And obviously Gary, Ross and the team down there are a pleasure to work with. So it was, as I say, a 30-second conversation to, to come back on board for for 2018. Yeah, and did you get everything you needed out of it last year? Then you, you obviously did, but you wouldn't be coming back. Yeah, of course. I mean, um, as you know, we changed the format uh, last year. Uh, it was really geared towards trying to promote the game and the event to the non-golfer, uh, which was a, a huge success. Obviously, 40,000-plus people registered for tickets and attended the event. So in terms of our main goal at the start of the week, you know, we achieved that and more. Uh, it surpassed any of our expectations. It was a fantastic event. It was a final day. It was I thought the shootout worked really, really well. I know some people were confused and stuff because yes. it was so different, yeah. but I thought it worked yeah. really, really well. Yeah. Having everybody coming up the 18th with the, the crowds there and the players must have really loved it. Yeah, I think they did. I mean, we were so, um, you know, we didn't take the decision lightly to change the format. It is a extremely, incre- you know, extremely well-run event and, um, it's so popular amongst obviously the guys who've been coming into for the it was last year was the eighth year it'd been taking place um, however last year there was a massive um, move from Keith Pelly at the European Tour and he really challenged all the stakeholders within golf to try and do their bit to promote the game you know to a new audience so we felt that last year was a perfect opportunity to try something new in addition the event was very close to uh the Irish Open and geographically wise it was very close as well so we just felt well let's try and attract you know a different audience and really try and introduce the game of golf to uh, to new people and to young people and to encourage them to you know drop their playstations drop other sports they're doing and, and really come and introduce them to the game of golf so uh, for us it was a, it was a no-brainer to do and and if you look obviously on this year on the European tour schedule um, Thomas Peters set up an event in Belgium he's bringing back a European tour tour event to Belgium and they've adopted that exact same format so yeah. it obviously you know ticks a lot of boxes of the European tour well you have decided Mark now you're going to go back to the 72 hole traditional format but Modest have always brung a wee bit of glitter and a wee bit of star appeal to the event so what he's going to do I'm sure you'll have something cooked up in the background just to, to shake it up a wee bit you had music on the reins the last time you've really yeah. looked after the players you've tried to give the players a better a better experience as well so what are we expecting this time well we, we want you to be our celebrity starter Paul <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, sure, you, you know, you know he, snubbed, he snubbed you last year so he did so you know <laughs> yeah he did he did snub us <laughs> he, he never um, ever going to let me forget that <laughs> yeah of course um no, of course, there will be, as always, a, a modest golf element to it. We will have be having a, a bigger and better uh, players party on the Tuesday night where we'll be inviting sponsors, players, friends, family to uh, a red carpet event on site at Galborn Castle. Um, the program will be taking place. Um, you'll see a few well-known uh, faces along with Niall playing in the program on the Wednesday. And... Um, and so, yeah, we'll be doing our bit to make sure that we get, um, you know, the same sort of reaction as we did last year. But for us, mm-hmm. you know, when you attract the number we did last year and because Sunday shootout for the non-golfer was very appealing, we're very confident that by switching back to the traditional format, we will still attract, you know, some of those non-golfers to the event, you know. But we really feel it's, a, it's such a great event. 
we showcased what we could do last year to attract more numbers and we we really hope and from the feedback we get on on our social media channels you know we are getting lots of tweets and, and and messages from young people saying oh i picked up the game of golf you know um because of what you guys are doing you say, that's so great that, that's point, what it's all about yeah 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 and uh, by no means are we the only solution but we're we're trying to do our little bit as well and i mean obviously i was with with uh, my co-director niall Oren last week in dubai and you know in an interview with sky sports he said that you know before every concert he does he does meet and greets with fans who who come and meet him and have a picture and he gets such a buzz every every meet and greet session he does now he has young girls come up to him and say hey you know i took up the game of golf because i saw you on the telly playing or caddying in the masters yeah so you know it is working and we are we are getting more people into the game with, yeah. you know the great game of golf as we all we all know but uh, yeah it's time to to go back to a more traditional format and uh yeah by by no means will we not be having a, a bit of a modest golf touch to the the whole week. Good, good. Well, you said you were out there obviously uh, during the week or last weekend with Niall down uh, in Dubai. Uh, we're, we're actually yeah. going to be chatting to Sosha Lam, who's on the program a bit later on, about her experience with Niall and Rory. So, uh, yeah, cool. looking forward to that. But how, how, were you, how did you get on in Dubai and t- from a modest point of view? And, and just in terms of your own players, how, what's, the, what's the plan for this year? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's going very well. Thank you for asking. Um, we're very much, um, you know, sticking to what we said two years ago, what, which was. You know, we want to bring through the next generation of golfer. Uh, last year, two of our boys uh, graduated from uh, qualifying school to get their full European Tour card. So they are now playing on the, the European Tour. And then we've got four developing players playing on the Challenge Tour. Uh, average age of player is just shy of 21. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got a really great young stable of players. And we've got, um, hopefully, some more great announcements coming this year as well but yeah in terms of Dubai um, that was an opportunity for us to, to link up with um, Rory who's a, a great friend of Niles and you know I've been fortunate to know Rory a long time since uh, you know I lived in uh, Northern Ireland back in the day yep. so it was a great opportunity to link up with Rory and run a competition to appeal to young people to go and play nine holes register their score and one lucky winner would then have an opportunity to be flown out by Amiga and um, European Tour to come and play with them. So it was it was obviously great that it happened to be a young female golfer from Ireland. It was a, it was a great story, really. And uh, she's a, she's. I have to say, you always worry with events like this. Will the the young young person be overawed by the occasion? But she she played absolutely brilliant. She's an incredible <laughs> young golfer, and uh, yeah. I'm sure you'll hear about that name again in the future. Yeah, absolutely, she plays off six. So I'm looking forward to getting a few tips from her. So. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, uh, exactly, Mark, yeah. Mark, we'll hook we'll hook up again with you in, a, in probably in a few months' time and hear how the, the plans are going. But for now, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, have a chat with us on the podcast, and uh, look forward to seeing you again soon. Yeah, thank you so much. We, we look forward to having you guys down. And obviously, I'd ask everybody to go and register their, their free tickets at noopen.golf. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a huge event. It's the ninth year it's been running, and uh, it's going to hopefully be bigger, better, and uh, more exciting than ever before. So thanks for all your support. Not at all. And people can actually register already. That's a now up and running, yeah? People can start to register for tickets now, yes. Super. Cheers, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Bye bye. All the Cheers, best. Bye bye bye. Bye bye.
Right, on with the pro game. We have to start with the big comebacks from Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. Uh, Rory played his first two tournaments following a three-month break. Uh, Abu Dhabi and Dubai. He finished tied third in Abu Dhabi, of course, and second in Dubai behind the eventual winner, Li Hao Tong. And here's what Rory had to say after, for him, what was an incredibly disappointing final round uh, in Dubai. Birdie and Tan. Um, you know, going two ahead there with, with Lee making bogey. Um, you know, thought I was obviously in the driver's seat. And then just a bogey out of nowhere on 11, just a, a bad nine iron there. And then a three putt on 13. You know, those were the two the two key holes of the tournament, really. Um, even though there was a bad tee shot on 16. But, um, you know, from being two ahead, standing on the 11th tee to being level going into 16, I just... Uh, couple of bad shots, a couple of poor, well, not poor decisions, a couple of mental errors, um, a few tentative putts out there as well. I was kept leaving myself in places where I couldn't really give it a run at the hole because they were downhill, down green, downwind. Um, so I didn't really leave it in the best spots to, to be aggressive with my putts. But uh, you know, tried, tried, tried until the very end. Made two good birdies. Um, made him win it in the end which was you know which all i could do um you know and he played very well on the way in birdie in three of the last four you know i just wish i could get a couple of those holes back i was surprised how hard on himself and how disappointed he was he was you know he was really down and you know you would be well i think that's a good thing that's the first time i've seen him like that in quite a while he's so down yeah i think in the back of his mind he probably never expected to be as far forward as that but he is such, he's such a competitor, as he said himself. Uh-huh. And when he gets a sniff of winning, he wants to win and he should have won. He should have. He sh- and that's that prob- was there for the That's take-up. why he's so annoyed. That's why he's kicking himself. He was yeah. two in front, mm-hmm. you know. He should have accelerated. You'd, you'd have thought that maybe two years ago, he'd have just accelerated away again. And it wasn't there. The kick wasn't there. So do you think he was being overly cautious then? Do you think he was being protective of the well, two shots? Well, as he said himself, he found himself having to put down grain downwind on a number of yeah, occasions, yeah. so he had to get a bit tentative. But Mental errors is what he said. Possibly. I think he maybe just wasn't as game sharp as he would like. Uh-huh. And also, I don't care who you are. If you haven't won for a while, it's not that easy to do it. I well, wouldn't know. I've never. <laughs> <laughs> if it's, even for somebody like him who's won yeah, yeah. so much, yeah, yeah. it's a long time since he's won. It's a long time since he had that sort of being really in there. And he, I think you probably. I, I tweeted out afterwards at this stage, what he needs is to fall over the finishing line. Yeah, a win of any sort. Yeah, yeah, is what he needs, and then he'll, he'll be away again. Yeah, oh, he's already away. But it was great to see him playing so freely. He's 40 under for two rounds. Which would, you would think normally would be good enough to win, but that just shows you how good the competition is. Tommy Fleetwood and Abu Dhabi was yeah, yeah. fantastic. And fair play to Lee, didn't back off, kept at it. None of these boys are afraid any longer, Morris. I think they can maybe... I, I, think, I think Lee was a bit afraid. I think he was quite yeah. nervy then. and There was a chance there to but step then, But then the chance came, he, you know, Rory gave him a chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fair, fair play to him, he, he know he delivered yeah. and... As, as Rory said, he had to come and take it, yeah. and, and he kind of did, you know. Yeah. And, but, you know, the unforced errors were unfortunate, you know. Exactly. Um, but it is what it is. And uh, it, I thought, this, I thought the, 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 the shot on 16 was strange. Wait, but did he take an iron off 16? Remember. Do you remember, just remember the, the one that he put into the sand on the right yes. and then he knocked it across the fairway it, into the left? That was the one. That was the shot. I think the shot that, it not, the first shot off the tee 
that was an song. iron, wasn't it? I can't remember. But either way, that's that's not a bad sh- that's a bad shot. But you don't compound it by then blocking yourself out the second day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know they don't don't follow a mistake with a mistake. But I think you know you you, you got to decide whether it's a has it been a great couple of weeks or has it been a down couple of weeks? No, it's been a great couple of weeks. There you go. As so, he have said himself elsewhere, I think, or maybe it was part of that presser, he said. If you'd have said to me, you know, two months ago, three months ago, uh, you'll be second uh, in Dubai and third in Abu Dhabi, it'd have bitten your arm off for it. Uh, He snuck back back into the top world's top ten again. So he's already started and up momentum back towards the top. Yeah. Um, stats were pretty good too. I think his driving distance was outstanding, wasn't it? That guy was, you know, he's up there. He's 358s and 354s and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, but, the, you know, the, the, the eight rounds in question. So so yeah. we're talking, you know, Abu Dhabi and Dubai, 69, 66, 65, 70, 65, 64, 68, 69. That's incredible shooting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For somebody who's had a layoff for that three for that months. Length, that three months. Yeah. And, you know, even, even he was saying and some of the commentators were saying he's still not super sharp in some of the areas that he needs to be super yeah. sharp nice he looked a lot more confident with the putter yeah yeah um but they were saying you know he's still i think it was rich beam was saying his wedge game his wedge game tightening. still is a bit to go and you see when he gets that nailed yeah Jeepers, creepers, so. i hope i hope that uh i hope certainly he takes he takes a lot of confidence and goes forward but like a win before the masters would be gold dust for uh-huh. him at this stage and if I you're think being that, really that's probably what he's you know yeah, really that would have been the one you know he could really kick start so he's taking a week off and then it's the AT&T okay. yep um, and then I think he's a couple more then he's agreed to play in Bay Hill again that, the n- news was announced today so he'll play at Bay Hill again so he's cl- that's not before the Masters n- um, was it? might be can't remember couldn't be another, another tournament well, nine I before think, the Masters yeah. well I think you could be right either way he's talking about playing 30 tournaments this year now a lot. Which is a lot for him. It's a lot. Which is great. It's great that he's feeling, he's got the energy to do it and the enthusiasm to do it and the willingness to do it because regardless of what way you look at it, see towards the end of last year, he wanted to be anywhere else but on a golf course. Uh, well, he was in agony. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Irish Open winners. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <guess> so <laughs> it's not been a particularly positive start this season for the other Irish golfers. Um, Graham McDowell missed the cut in Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Graham's now dropped to 209th in the world rankings. Dubai was, you know... Freaky. That was minus five. Yeah, and the he, had, he had minus four. He had minus four. Yeah, yeah. So, in, you know, he didn't miss it by much. And in other weeks, he'd have been flying. Yeah. <laughs> Are these courses all just getting too ridiculously easy for them? That's what some of the pros were saying about Dubai now. It was too easy. Yes, some of the pros tweeted there was some consternation. It was like an American Ryder Cup course. Well, careful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, some of the pros, Pablo Larazabal said that it really is getting, the courses now are all about hitting it as far as you can, he was saying. Uh-huh. The rough was down, greens were soft, so you could smash it, go and find it in the rough and wedge it on. So it really favours the yeah. bombers. Oh, most of them do, you know. Yeah. Paul Dunn, who had such a great end of the season, he finished tied for 19th in Abu Dhabi, but he missed a cut in Dubai. A game with minus four. Yeah. Yep. He's 76th in the world rankings, which is good. Good he's for Dubai. Yeah. Shane Laura, he's more or less focused on the PGA Tour for most of this year. So he got a season off and running at the Farmers, but he missed the cut there. Shane is 67th in the world. And Parry Harrington was also an accident at Farmers. He's now 163rd in the rankings. And missed the cut. Missed the cut. Just shows you. The Irish didn't do very well no. in, at the Farmers, no. Seamus Parr, on the other hand, now he's been obviously, because Seamus has such a, a, a low category, he needs to play in everything. So he's been playing full out. He has played in everything. He's played eight events already. He recorded the best finish of tight 11th at the Career Builder 
particular challenge. But he missed the cut at the farmers as well. He did. The farmers yes. really it was a nightmare. And just in case you're wondering where Gavin Moynihan is, so he obviously earned himself a Euro Tour card and was on our show just before Christmas and was talking about his chances and what he was going to play in. Well, he has a full tour card because of his category. A lot of these big events he can't get in. So he hasn't played anything yet Not since. Yet. South Africa at the end of the season. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, Seamus has played eight events. Yes. He's obviously on the PGA Tour. It's the wraparound season. Mm-hmm. It started, I don't know, back in the middle of summer or something <laughs> last year. <laughs> he hit these wraparound seasons. <laughs> I do. I, 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 I do. Oh, anyway, so he's played eight events. He's missed four cuts. And as you say, his best uh, scores are his best results so far is tied 11th yeah. at the Career Builders. I think he's, he, he's 96 or something in the FedEx. So he's, it's not bad. Right. He still needs a... Keep Top playing, five, play top five would sort him. Hit the cut every time, and you'd be doing all right. Exactly. Speaking of the career builder, you know John Ram. That's what I was saying to you about the Irish yes. Open. He didn't yeah. pick up McHugh. Oh, amateur. Could have been world number one. Huh? He could have been world number uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which uh, would have been unbelievable. Unbelievable for how long he's been on tour. It's I just couldn't believe it when that start came out. Now the chances of him doing it now, the next time he plays, are away because of the divisors, the, the way it's worked out. Don't be getting complicated. It, now. it is complicated, but he'd have been world number one. In such a short period of time, and that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's just he's incredible. He's a he's a big unit. He's a monster, <laughs> El Monstro. Did you see him win? He won. Was it he? Did he win the career? He won the career build, yeah. Did you see in the playoff him hitting those three woods? And those this thing was going out like a launcher. Exocet. What? A, oh, what a player! 62, 67, 70 and a sixty-seven, twenty-two under. Uh, John Ram, lucky He is a good player. You point pointed him to start last year. I give you credit for that. Yes. That was before his first one. Yes. yes. You did. There was something about him you liked. Uh, so, um, the other big return, of course, was El Tigre. <laughs> The big cat. <laughs> You've gone Spanish today. I don't I know, know what the is. John Ram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the Farmers where he finished tied for 23rd on three under par. And uh, I don't know. Let's see this whole tiger. We'll talk about that in a minute. All right. Just play the clip then. Is that play what you're saying? Clip. Okay. Today I played a lot better today. I played a lot better. It was tough conditions out there. It was tough scoring. Um, I really wanted to you know, shoot something probably around 65. I thought that might be a playoff number. Um, but these guys are, you know, they got some par fives ahead of them and they're, they're doing well so I was trying to post early and see what might what, what might happen if you had to give yourself an overall grade for the week what would it be very pleased um, after not playing for a couple of years and then coming out here on the tour and really playing you know a, a, a solid four days uh, I fought hard for, for these scores they weren't like drive down the middle hit it on the green two putt and um, you know one of those genres uh, this was this was a lot of fighting Two weeks before you play again, what's the list of priorities for improvement? Everything. Everything. You know, I, just like it was after I played in the Bahamas, I had to work on everything. Um, we're going to do the same thing here. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to get this one on my belt, though. Thank you to our correspondent, Dottie, for talking Asking to Tiger for us. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say that the focus, media focus on Tiger. Nauseating. Miles down the field. Ridiculous. Struggling to make the cut was ridiculous. The number the of top. comments from people saying... Any chance of seeing leaders? Yes, but whenever players were putting up their tweets after the <laughs> round, people were saying, thanks for letting us know, because if you weren't on the blooming TV... You it know. was mental. It was mental. I don't think he'd be competitive again playing like that. I don't that, see him that's, ever. That's not a bad return. That 23rd in his first pro game. Don't know what his... What were his oh, I don't know his number. 72, 71, 70, 72. Oh, and he's three under. And he hardly had a fair way. And he didn't have a fair <laughs> He didn't <laughs> he hardly had a fair <laughs> He's all, all over the place. <laughs> I have to say, 
he's doing a, sw- he's a swing. He's working on himself now. Yes, I. He don't like the look. I don't like the look of it. It works, but well, it's not working. It works to the degree of minus three, and but it. It's, it's weird it's different looking you know you can see that it, it just looks to me like he's trying to stand up quicker obviously to take the pressure off the back uh-huh. and, and as you would yeah but yeah still getting it out there if he could start straightening it up and hit a few fairways would be interesting to see he's hit a few fairways um, yeah. used the I mean he's, he won seven times at Torrey Pines exactly it would have you'd have thought it was the perfect place for him to start and be he competitive he probably went in to full guns blazing I, 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 how big is Torrey Pines out? Is it a long course? or? Well, they played over... They not played over... Ah, that's right. The three different sides. Three different venues. But that actually doesn't matter because he, he was still bombing it to... He was yeah. doing also 358 yeah. yards. There's there was no two problem off the tee. It's just he needs where to it goes. the planet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he is... Uh, he, it, it is an interesting case, just the, the focus on him and... You know, John. Hopefully, Ram, the hype will wear off. You know, I hope so. Uh, with, with John Ram could have been in the run for for world number one. Now he fell away over the weekend. Yeah, but at the same time, that was that was been a massive story, and he felt it was kind of lost in the whole Tiger hype nonsense. Good to see Jay Day. Exactly back yeah. in the winner's circle. Yeah, he held off Alex Norner to win after a six-hole layoff, and it was layoff or playoff. Six-hole playoff. <laughs> I can't spell. It was Dave's first win since the Players' Championship in 2016. Oh, was that August or something, 2016? Oh, Jesus, long, long way. And he was relieved, man, when he spoke to the media after winning. Yeah, I, I, think, I think last year was a good kick in the butt. Not really being talked about and being talked about for the wrong reasons. You know, I see the guys winning, um, you know, Jordan and, you know, Dustin's playing some tremendous golf. John Rahm's playing some tremendous golf. And... I feel like I, I should be there as well, winning. And um, you know, and I've said it for the longest time. I've always wanted to be number one player in the world. I got there, and got there for 51 weeks. Um, but I've always wanted to be able to be a dominant number one player in the world. And, and that's going to take time. That's going to take a lot of hard work and dedication because I know how hard it is to get to number one in the world. And I know the quality of players that you know are fighting to get to number one as well. Um, so it's I'm going to have to work twice as hard. I'm going to have to give my life to this for the next 10, 15 years to be able to, you know, hopefully achieve that goal one day. That's pretty dominant, though. 51 weeks at number one, you know. He, when he was uh-huh. at his peak, he was really good. He really was good. What were you trying to sign to he me there? He was really there? slow, but he was really, really slow. Is that what you're telling me? He and really he still slow. is very slow. He's not as slow as JB Holmes. Well, it was not funny enough. That's what we're going to come on to now. <laughs> You'd almost think this was <laughs> produced, this program. Now, Jason finished on 10 under par, and he's Ty Dorn, who was in the fairway 230 yards to the hole on the 72nd hole of the tournament. Okay? JB Holmes was alongside Noren. Right, pretty so much. JB's starting in the middle it of the fairway. In, was he in the it was in the fairway, or was he just in the edge of the rough? Close enough. Right, right. He needed an eagle three, possibly to tie, and he was in the fairway. He was a wee bit back. Right? Yes. two, three, nine. It's okay. He took four minutes, four and a half minutes, to decide on what club he was going to hit. And then you know what he did? He laid up. He did lay up and a bad lay up. <laughs> now, it, and it was it's just. Bananas that it, he was allowed to do that. The crowd were starting to really get on his case. And then when he was questioned about the delay, his answer was, "Well, really, I was trying to win." Aye, 
you were certainly making sure Norn wasn't going to win. Yeah, but what's yeah, well that's the thing. You get you know it wasn't it absolutely wasn't fair on Norn. No. I saw a, a raft of tweets from players. Players looked down. Mark Kalkovakia, Steve Fleisch. Oh, he they got they got stuck him. into him, and rightly so because he was given the goal the the the, goal, the, the game a bad name. You know, it's it was like, atrocious. What happened to the stop clock? What happened to all these big plans? To you know, what forty seconds or something? Well, that's on the European tour. Remember the oh, PGA I. tour isn't following those sort of rules. They haven't decided they need to deal with this issue. What do you call what do you call the what do you call the main buckcat? Jay Monaghan, I think, is now their new commissioner. I give him a shout. Well, he needs to do something. He needs about to this. start listening to the podcast because he needs to start listening to his own flipping fans <laughs> and the players. That was horrendous. You wouldn't have minded if he'd taken four and a half minutes and then had a stellar and, shot in the middle of the green two inches and sunk the putt. But then they go, Nah, do you know what? I think I'll lay up. <laughs> He needed, he needed a running... Oh, they need to do something about this, Marsh, because look at all the stuff that we had to talk about. We had to talk about Rory. We had to talk about Tiger. We had to talk about Tommy Fleetwood. China's Haitong uh, winning there. You know what a thing that is for Chinese... Instead, what are we talking about, of course? Four and a half minutes. Four and a half minutes. Holding the whole thing up. It is just not good enough. Uh, no, no. Uh, Jay Day, good to see him back in the winner's circle, yeah. as I said. Um, won the Farmers, obviously, back in twenty. Team, did okay. he? He won it before, didn't, didn't he? Know that, yeah, didn't he won know. it before. Um, as you say, his first wins since the players. Uh, there was an interesting me bit that he was saying. Uh, just he was talking about the, the, the conditions on, on the third day, on the Saturday. Uh, he says the wind got up oh. and it made it very difficult conditions. Yeah. And he was talking about the third hole, I think, at Tory Pines, uh, par three. Okay. Right, it's a bit like the seventh at um, Pebble Beach. Right. You know, the part three we down. Short, we short, we short part three down towards yeah. the water, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, and he was saying that it was brutal in the wind. Uh, he said Justin Rose laid up to the right. He played to the right of the green. And I'm thinking... What? up at a part three? 130, yes. He says... He said. He says. Very he said, windy. And that's what I'm saying. How windy can it be? Have, the, have they never played our glass? <laughs> like, the, what's, what's the hole at our glass? 12th. Yes. It's the 12th. Yes. It looks exactly the same. Yes. It's probably a bit further, actually. It's a wee bit. It's a good bit further. It's maybe about 170 from the back. Aye. So it's a bit further. Uh, yeah. Exactly the same, playing yeah. down towards I the water. I lay up all the time, but not intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> but he said rosy. Yeah. He, he laid up to the right of the hole. There's, there's like a big sort of apron on the right yeah, he must have decided that he couldn't hold the green so he took a, made a decision to chip what, the putt. What, what strength was the wind I don't know I wasn't watching 100 it. mile an hour <laughs> <laughs> no, but these boys are the best on the planet you'd like to think that they could hold the green but clearly they couldn't if Justin Rose decides he can't hold the green at the minute the way he's playing then it was either very windy or very very tricky oh, they're, oh, they're, they're not as good as they're all cracked up to be Ooh. hang on who did, did did we not play the twelfth at Port Stewart with Dunners and give them a lesson on how to play into the wind? Because that was a windy day. Was that the day you tried your knockdown driver? Yes, <laughs> I got it on. I got it on. <laughs> and he was well impressed. Uh, yes, uh, Dunners was well impressed. He was indeed. I told him he can have that shot if he wants. Put that in the bag. I don't think he'll ever try that. Next shot. time you're, when he's playing pebble, <laughs> oh, you'd love to see that, wouldn't you? Uh, anyway, uh, this week the European Tour is in Malaysia for the Maybank Championship. Darren Clark is the only home player in the field. Didn't do great, I'm afraid, in yeah. uh, in Dubai. No, no, no. Over in the US Tour, it's a waste management Phoenix Open. And Shane Rory is the only golfer in these parts in action. 
the 2018 Ladies European season gets underway in Australia this week. England's Mel Reid will defend the title. Uh, the Oats Vic Open is the only tournament of its kind in the world where the men's and women's fields compete on the same course at the same time for an equal share of the prize money. Very good idea, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And another ladies' golf news: Julie Inkster will return to captain the USA in the Solheim Cup next year at Glen Eagles with lots of Irish presence. Hopefully, Leona, Stephanie, and anybody else who we can get playing. Fingers crossed. Get the best prices on every round of golf with Hot Deals Tea Times exclusively from Golf Now. Available at more than sixteen hundred golf clubs throughout the UK and Ireland. Hot deals save you up to 80% on thousands of tea times daily. Find the flame and save every time you play with hot deals only from Golf Now. Just sticking with uh, pros for a minute. Um, I don't know if you saw this today on social media. Okay. Uh, but I would like to, to explain to you, my friend and partner and, and to the listeners, uh, that I'm branching out into uh, tour golf coaching. This is a uh, well, you've spent an awful lot of time looking at stats and track man, so I wouldn't put it past you. Yeah, so I've just, I, I started this morning by um, by uh, giving Danny Willett some tips. Oh, just the Masters champion? Just the Masters champion, yes. He was on Twitter very early this morning. He's, is he in Malaysia, quite possibly? Possibly. He put up a wee video of a swing. Okay, so he... I noticed a, a down the line or, or down, down the line yeah okay, down line, the line yeah, yeah. Um, was he was he looking a bit of a bit of support and encouragement whether he was or not is He's irrelevant not I, I gave it to him and he took it on board he, he replied and took it on board okay no sarcasm or nothing you think mm. just straight answered no he uh, I, I just I just pointed out here Danny you're lifting your left foot on your backswing yeah not even as a wee trigger before his backswing yeah actually during his backswing yeah. here Danny this could be Maybe where it's all just you know, a wee bit, yeah. you know, it hasn't been quite as no, informal. Yeah. <laughs> it could be this. And so I said, Danny boy, that wee left foot thing, what's going on there? And uh, you know, on your back swing. And, and he came back and he says, Yeah, I've always done that. It's just a, it's a weird wee thing. So. Okay. But I just thought it'd help him. I just thought, you know. So, uh, and is this something we're going to see a lot of? Like? I think so. I think me uh, tweeting the, uh, the European, the good European the Tour and PGA Tour pro stars with little quirks about their swings, I think they would love to hear that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I would say there'd be some Tour pros maybe missed a cut or something in you on I will, I'll say to him you, you know where you went wrong you need to stop lifting should, your left foot no way yeah. <laughs> and you could get some expletives back uh, what do you call your man Kyle what does he charge Pete. oh a lot I'll, I'll do it for half will you yes so, so da- Danny if you're listening it probably is yeah uh, if you thought that tip was helpful this morning I'll do it for half of what Kyle's doing it for <laughs> give me a shout at NI Golf Podcast no bother <laughs> why are you laughing uh, also, speaking of our Twitter account, uh, we ran a vote. Yes. Uh, you didn't even know anything about this. No, I did, actually, because I replied it. Oh, did I know, but you didn't know I was going to do it. No. So it would have come as a bit of a surprise. Yeah. So, I, I, where did this come from? Um, I think I was on I was on the, a plane. Yes. And somebody said, hit the pin. Oh, that's an American right? thing. And I went, hit the flag. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I went, no, hit the pin. And then the other one went, no, hit the stick. <laughs> so, yeah. that, so that started the whole debate on the course, right? What do you so, call it? Yeah. So when, so then when I got off the course, put it up on our Twitter, and we did a vote. If you are, say for example, uh, because what happened was I put it up in its first form, and you're 140 odd yards from the from the what do you? No, call no. It? Before that, I just oh. stuck up. What do you call it? Ba 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 ba. Right, flag, stick, pin. Right. Yeah. Okay. But 
Mr. Mr. Jelly came back. Yes, Chris. Yeah, Chris came back and said, "I call it all them. I call them the all." And you do in very in different situations, you yes. say different things. So then yes. I had to make it a bit more specific, and we said, uh, "You're 140 years uh, yards out, uh, years out, 140 yards out, and uh, it's 140 years, 148 yards to the dot dot dot." And the vote was flag, pen, or stick. Okay, right? interesting. Do you, to, do you want the results? Well, I'm hoping flag wins. No. Flag did not win. Not I don't. Uh, I'm presuming most of these votes were from Northern Ireland. I would have thought so. You'd have thought flags would have been well up there, but no, the flag didn't win. You're joking. I'm not. I'm disgusted. 148 yards from the pin. Right. Fif- anybody who anybody who did that and <laughs> voted for pin is automatically excommunicated. If you follow me. <laughs> You're no longer. You're going to unfollow. Be unfollow me now. Fifty three percent said pin. Forty one percent said flag, and six percent said stick. It's not a pin. Kelly is. Did anybody vote for hole? Yeah, so one person said hole. <laughs> well, uh, and I went no. That your yours is open. No, because nobody. Yeah. You don't say yeah. Hit the, hit the hole. Hit the hole. Hit the hole. Hit the hole. You don't say, unless yeah. you're putting. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and it's going hundred mile an hour. So you don't say it's 148 it's yards. It's definitely flag. So pen is not, pen is not natural. Well, according to the uh, voters, the great, the good, uh, the voters at the NI Golf Podcast, they disagree with you once again. <laughs> that wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Not the last time either, I'm sure. Right, That's interesting. Yeah, way. there you go. How many people voted, Morris? Oh, oh 190 something. That's very good. So. Yeah, all those people who voted pen, you're wrong. But anyway, <laughs> right, amateur dues. Yeah, uh, obviously enough. It's middle of winter still here and there's not been an awful lot of golf the ALGU and the GUI have been sending teams away to Portugal and these places to, and Argentina to get a wee bit of sunshine here we have to say just what you said uh, G- GUI there no. we have to say congratulations to Tom, Tom. Tom McKibben yeah. who was the uh, top of the Irish amateur order of merit for last season is that right? Uh, nobody, I'm nobody, not sure. Didn't, I'm he not get sure. A, didn't he get a trophy down at Carton House for the Champions Dinner that we were meant to go to and you nope. stood me up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that might have been a team that I don't know. That might have been just for a win and something. No, it was something. It was an Irish order of Irish, merit. Was yeah, it? it was amateur Irish okay, order of merit. Very good, yeah. very, very good. Um, and he also, Tom, also won in America when he was away over Chris. That, over I think Chris. that's part of why I got. Yeah, yeah. fair yeah. play to him again. Under, anyway. under 18's Honda Classic. Fair play to him. Yeah, incredible. Um, so they've been sending teams away and, and basically getting a bit of warm weather training and they've another um, squad going out now to Paris to play in the French International Under-21 Championship that's at the end of March and the team is Valerie Clancy, Maria Martin, Rachel Thompson, Lauren Waltz and Annabelle Wilson. Very good. And we have to give a big shout out to City of Derry member Bert Wariski. Bert Wariski, Wariski, uh, 87 years of age. Unbelievable. Hole in one. 15th hole at the City of Derry Golf Club. You might have seen him on the telly. He was on the he, telly. He, uh, can you imagine? Now, he plays whenever that course is open. Doesn't matter. Come heel, Shane, he's there playing golf. Likes of you and me, it's a bit too cold. Yeah. It's a bit, a bit too, too damp. damp. A bit too much, hey. Bert plays all day, every day. So he gets his reward. He does. That's the second hole in one. That's the second. Morris, how many holes in one have you had? Zero. Same here. Do you not think maybe that the golfing gods are saying... No, I've just get out no, and play no, more. No, they're just saying that we have about another forty-seven years to wait. I'd love, I'd love to think I've been playing golf. For 40 so well years. done, Bert. Eighty-seven years of age, his second hole in one at the fifteenth of the city of Derry. Fantastic, fantastic achievement. Well done. Why carry your clubs abroad when you can hire your clubs abroad? 
with clubstohire.com. Hire your perfect clubs from a vast array of leading brands including TaylorMade and Callaway from €35 per week. Hire your clubs online and collect on arrival at over 20 holiday destination airports including Faro, Orlando, Malaga, Alicante, Tenerife and many more. No clubs to check in, no hassle. Just hire your clubs at clubstohire.com. So we were chatting earlier on to Mark McDonald from Modest Golf, all about Modest Golf, and he was saying that he was in Dubai recently with Niall Horan, of course, also of Modest Golf, with a young man called Roy McElroy, who's not a bad golfer, apparently. Apparently. But they were eclipsed. They were outshone. They were humiliated on the golf course by Saoirse Lamb, who plays off six and is on the phone this evening. You're joking. I can't, what a coincidence. Hello, Saoirse. How's it going? Good, thank you. Here, tell us this. How did you get to play in the Pro-Am with Rory and Niall? Um, I downloaded the Vox Golf app yep. on one night before Christmas. And I just kind of absentmindedly just entered the score, just kind of thinking nothing of it, really. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, can, I forgot about it there for a few weeks, and I got the email then for two weeks ago saying I'd, I'd won the competition. That's mad, <laughs> like, that's so- mad. It so, was just completely just like I uh, I'll enter this one for the crack like. So you, and you I went off and won it. So you absolutely thought that's it. I'll just send it away for the for the yeah. crack. There'll be no, there'll be nothing but come of it. But anyway, and yeah. then lo and behold, an email arrives and said, uh, "By the way, Sasha, we're flying you uh, courtesy of Omega yeah. to Dubai. You're going to be playing with Nile and Rory." Yeah. Uh, uh, Page Veronica Caddy for you. <laughs> Page Veronica yeah. Caddy for yeah. you. Give you a few tips. It must have been like, what? Did you think somebody was having you on? I was just. Before I didn't even open the email, I just looked at the the subject line and I went up to my mum screaming. <laughs> I'd gone off and won this, and my dad was on the phone. He was like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" Like, you, I, it was just, I just couldn't believe it. Like, it was just, it was, I completely forgot about it until I got the email. Oh, magic. And it was just, it was absolutely surreal. Like, we were going off telling the extended family and anyone who'd listened that we <laughs> gone off to Dubai. That's unbelievable. Right. So, tell us about the experience itself, and what happened when you got there. Um, so we, flipped, we 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 landed Monday night, uh, early Tuesday mornings, and we got to the hotel about two o'clock in the morning over there. And we walked in, and they had the uh, they had my the new clubs ready for me and everything. When we walked in, so that was a lovely surprise after a long flight. Was um, it was it a wee three star B and B they put you in? Was it? It was a good, it was a nice uh, little five star hotel. <laughs> a nice little five star, yeah. <laughs> nice little five star hotel, yeah. But, um, no, so we, you know, spent about 45 minutes gushing over these new clubs. <laughs> Eventually got to sleep. And then we woke up the next morning, met up with the European PR team and everything. They they kind of ran through what would be going on on the Wednesday. And, yeah. uh, it was just, it was absolutely surreal. Like, and then we, it took us the whole day to kind of get over the fact that we were actually there, actually. Going out to play around with Rory McIlroy. Absolutely, like absolutely. I saw a wee video actually that the European tour posted on the site of you bumping into Henrik Stenson and shocked beef. Would and be the look on your on your face, Stacia, for what you looked shocked for the most of the whole time you were there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, like it was just I was the, the one where we met beef. I was it was just I was warming up and uh, I just kind of glanced behind me and he was just. Standing there. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it. It's pretty surreal. You play off six, uh, Saoirse. Where do you play your golf? I play in BBC Golf Club in Donabate. Okay. Lovely. And what does the club think of all this then? Yeah, they, they were they're thrilled. The pro had the video on loop over the weekend in the shop. Brilliant. So I've heard. Like, they're, 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 they're just... They're, I, mean, I got so much support off them. It was just amazing. Yeah. Tell, tell us a wee bit about your nine holes then. So what, what happened when you stepped up onto the tee? You must have been a bit nervous. 
the front line I was an absolute wreck. I was I was in bits. <laughs> I, I got a good drive off first, so that was that was good, but um it took me and it took me at least front line to kind of calm down, forget about the cameras. But like they were the lads were really good, they were really supportive and just like Paige was really good as well, just kinda of keeping calm, just keeping going. So that was, but once once we got into it we were flying. And did Rory and Paige give you some tips then? Were they sort of helping you with your swing and stuff? Yeah, well, um, like, I hit, like, you know, you hit, you hit a good shot and Rory, he'd be like, yeah, yeah, good swing. He was, he said, he complimented me in my swing a few times, which is, which is, uh, which is nice to hear. Yeah. Um, Paige is really good at kind of helping me, like, tell me where to hit the ball, kind of, like, helping me with the greens and everything. So they were, they were both really good in that kind of aspect. But, um, yeah, yeah, like, it was just, they were, they were helpful for their whole 18 holes. So it, was, it was really nice. You were talking about getting used to, to sort of playing in front of people. Like, Rory and Nal and these people, they don't go anywhere with one or two people in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, it was it was, it was was very hard to get used to at first. Yeah. It was like, you know, you compare it to having, a, I don't know, 20 or 30 people to having your regular four ball on the weekend. It was it was a big change, obviously. Yeah. But um, it, actually, it was actually kind of surprising that how quickly... Uh, you kind of zone out and forget they were there. Yeah. Like I didn't. I remember walking in eighteen, completely forgetting that there was anyone apart from the lads playing. You know, just watching. Yeah, but that stage you were in the zone. You in see. the zone, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, did you did you see uh, did you see Rory's M and M's guy? You know, Rory has a guy uh, who brings M and M's around the course. There's there's a guy called Andy, and he carries a rucksack. In the rucksack, it's all M and M's, and they're all a certain color. No, they're not. That's that's Andy the M and M's guy. That's a security guy. No, it's not. It's his M and M's security. <laughs> It's Andy the M and M's guy. He, car- he carries the one color of M and M's for Rory on the course for a wee bit of energy. That's what he does. Did you? Search I, I didn't see that. No, no, no it was definitely there. No, you watch next time. You, you watch next time you watch Rory playing. Right? There's a guy goes through the crowd in front of him with a big rucksack on his back. Well built guy. He's called Andy, and he carries the M and M's. I kid you not. What a what an amazing prize. What an amazing day. A uh, series of days you, you had. And uh, and thanks for taking the time to chat to us this evening. No worries. No, no Thanks, okay. Nope. Thanks, see you, Bye-bye. Right, I'll see you. Bye. The MI Golf Podcast with Paul Kelly and Morris J. And that is it for another MI Golf Podcast episode 40. 40. Can you believe that? The first of the new year. It's been a bit of a bumper one as well. We had a lot to squeeze in. Thank you to all our guests. Uh, what's next then? Uh, a week off and then the AT&T. AT&T, yes. The European Tour. And then after that, we'll be starting to get into some of the World Match Plays and some of the WGC events as well. Yeah. And before you know it... It'll be the Masters. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Can't wait for that. You know what we need? You know, you know what we need? We need proof for you. Right. About need, Skittles? About the about M&M's. M&M's. Oh, Skittles. M&M's. Imagine the mistake. Yellow M&M's. Is that what they are? That's what they are. Right. Are they the ones with nuts or the ones with chocolate? Chocolate. You're no, ma- actually. Ah, you see. Oh, no, caught you. You're making this up. Caught I'm you. I'm not making it up. I will get you proof. Yeah. I will get you proof. That's okay. Uh, we can contact the Roy Legion. Yes. They will know. Yeah. Right, so we'll contact them. Anyway, uh, that's it from us. Have a great... If you're if you're playing Winter League, you're Fair doing plenty. That, if you're doing any of that crazy stuff, I uh, hope, hope it's going well for you. Hope you're enjoying your golf. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. All right, don't touch me. See <laughs> you. Shaking that ass, shaking that ass, shaking that ass. See woo, shaking that ass, shaking that ass, shaking that ass.
Smith. <laughs>